All right, here we go. Season 5, episode 13. It's Homer and Apu. I kept messing it up last episode saying Homer versus, but no, they're on the same team here. Just like Shane and I are on the same team. So Shane, hit us with that cold open. I won't lie to you. On this job, you will be shot at. Now let's give it up for Table 5! Ah, 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 Table 5, Table 5, ah, 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 Table 5! Nice, nice. There's your, uh, well, it, it's an Apu episode, so you're doing your imitation of uh, Apu. I actually put it out on our, our Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE, what's your favorite Apu line? Uh, and somebody said something somewhat similar at John Doyle 603 said, uh, put it down or I'll blow your heads off with uh, <laughs> as, as Apu. It's funny because like Apu, he's he's pretty passive, but when he needs to be, he gets like, he, he oh, doesn't yeah. he doesn't mess around. He gets right in there, right? Absolutely, he has some really good wine liners. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. He really does. He's a he's a fun fun character. So this is the first real. Uh, well, he's in the title, obviously. So it's a it's an Apu episode, but this is kind of the first one where he's like a feature character. Yeah, it took five seasons. Yeah. Well, he well, I guess he was kind of like he was on trial. He or he was he was testifying in Marge's trial when uh, she stole yeah. the um the Kentucky bourbon back in season four, right? So he, maybe that one kind of. But this is like the first one where he really gets a legitimate storyline of his own. Um, so let's just let's just get right to it. Actually, you know what? Because it's getting kind of heavy. Let's go with something kind of light and sweet. Um, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Crave Donuts. Uh, they got some great stuff going on right now in the fall of 2023. If you're listening later on, they're still going to have great stuff. They always have great stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah. Give them give them a, a look on Instagram to see what's going on. That's Crave Donuts, locations in Whitby and Oshawa. So let's talk about Apu, all right? So let's go. we're going to do this once, and kind of like we did, uh, Shane and I were talking before, he's like, kind of like we did with the Michael Jackson episode, we talked about it once, it's done. Let's talk yeah, about Yeah, it's Apu. controversial, we'll, we'll touch upon it, and then we'll, yeah, yeah that'll it, be that. And the thing is, it's like, it's, it's kind of weird how it came about. So if you're out of the loop of kind of what's going on recently with Apu, and I'm talking, so this is 2023, within like the last six, seven years, and why he's not really on the show. He might make an appearance in the background, but nobody's actually voicing him. Uh, so here's what happened. So this goes back around like 2016, 2017. It was a comedian uh, named Hari Kondabolu, and um, he was kind of like the first person to really bring it to light that he found Apu to be uh, an offensive stereotype and that Hank Azaria voicing Apu wasn't really like, an, an, it was also kind of like a stereotype. It wasn't really an accurate voice. Um Right off the bat, the ironic thing is like, buddy, you're a comedian. Like, that's a job. You you make fun of people all the time. But now you're offended when it's something that might be as part of your, I guess, background. Uh, it's kind of like when, remember when Isaac Hayes left South Park? and uh, Yes, because of Scientology. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. The writers, Trey and Matt, were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're a hypocrite because... You had no problem when we when we dished out on anything else, but as soon as we touch yeah. on Scientology, which is one of your things, now you're offended. So it's like kind of picking and choosing. So I, it is odd how sometimes people really they like to die on certain swords. Um, but yeah, it, comedy is com- so everything is funny or nothing is is funny is pretty much the rule of comedy, um, and then it's based upon uh, the audience what uh, what gets popular or not. 
you know pretty well ricky gervais has said things kind of similar to that a bunch of times over the years uh, especially over the last like five six years um right after this kind of came out matt Groening he he stood by apu he said uh uh he liked the character always has uh always will and he stated at the time this was again around 2017 he said quote i think it's a time in our culture where people love to pretend they're offended and he's kind of right there are a lot of people who like they want to uh, social media really did exasperate that it is yeah. what's the term i'm looking for i'm drawing a blank right now where people um you know they want like to sh- echo chambers of opinions? no 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 uh not that um where they want to show their virtue signaling. That's what I'm trying ah, to say. Ah, there you go. Like, mm-hmm. they want to, like, show how good they are by showing how bad other people are. And it's like, you know, sometimes they're just jumping at things for the sake of doing so. And so it's that's also, kind of... I think, fun for some people to get uh, things canceled. Yeah, that's true, so, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, a, like a... Maybe it's a power thing? I don't really know. Um, anyways... Uh, by January of 2020, Hank Azaria said he was going to stop doing Apu, work it out with the show. And then for like the next year and a half, he went on this weird, like both in person and on social, like apology tour where like he, I don't know if he was afraid. I don't know if he genuinely felt bad. He seems to genuinely feel bad. Like that seems to be, he seems like a, like a, you know, a nice person that doesn't, didn't mean anyone any harm. He was just, you know, he was playing doing a character yeah. in a, uh, very comedic, not based on reality cartoon yeah and so um they uh they kind of went and uh he and uh and hari here that you know they were going on saying that they had a couple of other people um that uh didn't really you know like the the character um one of them being cal penn uh like people of indian descent which i find hilarious because i'm i'm assuming either i don't I don't know. I don't know if Cal Penn actually said that because if he did, he's a major hypocrite. Like if you ever watched the first Harold and Kumar movie, his his family is like full stereotype, and his, yeah. his dad talks exactly same cadence, same everything as Apu. So it's 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 kind of could have chose not to do that movie if he didn't like you know and like that and yeah then you know he had a major say in that movie. So it's kind of like well, can't really say that you're kind of a hypocrite if that's true. There but then there there've been people who have been. Uh, Defending Apu in 2022, Akash Singh, comedian, put out his first, uh, he's a first-gen American, his, his, his family's Indian, but he was born in America, and uh, he released a special on YouTube, uh, and he was really defensive in support of Apu, saying, he had a little bit, it goes something like, uh, you know, if, if you say Apu's racist, it's ridiculous because he's, I think he said something like, he's a, he's a brown man who owns his own store, he doesn't own it, but he's the manager. But you know what he means. Yeah. He has a wife. Got a great car. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good life. Uh, and he, something about how like he sells overpriced merchandise to unwitting white people. He's like, that's the, that's the brown dream. <laughs> that's a great joke. That's a great little thing. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody kind of like you said, who wants to have something canceled or is offended by something that just happens. Right. Um, no, no. Yeah. On the flip side though, if you're growing up in Western society, you're a first generation or uh, something along those lines, and you're constantly being called a poo uh, or something else um, to, you know, bullies will be bullies, right? Now, if you get rid of a poo, uh, I feel the the same bullying that those people went through, it would have been the same, just with a different caricature. As someone who was also bullied, you know, just because I wore glasses, I got called Harry Potter, 
you know, whatever is kind of popular in the media and there's going to be multiple things, uh, bullies will just kind of cling on to that and say whatever. So I'd really disagree with the argument that uh, we need to censor uh, pop culture to prevent bullying because that is not a solution. Yeah, I agree. That's going to happen almost anywhere, especially when you're growing up, that bullies pick on people because not because of you know something that they witness. It's typically because of some sort of insecurity or trouble. So they're picking on somebody else to make themselves feel feel big, like somebody who's weak. The same guy, the, the Cash Chang, he goes on in his uh, and his, his special area goes, you know, there was a Korean uh, boy who grew up in the same school as him and uh, they just called him Chinese. So like they weren't based like obviously people are just being offensive because, you know, easy target somebody looks different than they do. And there was no character they were basing him on. They were just being ignorant for the sake of being ignorant. And that's just going to happen in life. It's sad, but it's true. It will always Especially happen. with kids. Kids are cruel. Kids they don't, are assholes. They're just learning their social, you know their social skills and uh that is the time to correct behavior um yeah correcting behavior isn't uh cutting off the source of what they're saying because they'll just uh go somewhere else uh use a different form of media if it's not you know we talked about harold and kumar like if it's not apu that they're you know bullying someone it would have been kumar right yeah they, yeah. they would have just used something else so uh also you know on the flip side it sucks that he got canceled due to, you know, quote unquote, cancel culture. But um, we did get the best years of Apu, right? He's got some great episodes from the golden years of The Simpsons, and those are always going to be there. Yeah, they, they will, right? Uh, unless they take them out like they did with the Michael Jackson episode, which they, they shouldn't. I have the foolish. DVDs. You have the DVDs, right? You have the physical stuff. Um, so I'll kind of sum it up with a couple of points here about just like, the quick how I feel. Um, I find really... Honestly, if you're offended by a fictional cartoon character in general, um, you know, because cartoons, especially a show like The Simpsons, it's full of generalizations and stereotypes. If you're, like, genuinely offended by that, that's pretty childish. Um, like, come on, you you know what you're getting. Like, these, that's what this show is based off of. This show, South Park, uh, there's some live-action shows like Sunny. Like, that's the point. They're, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're kind of missing the point. If, if if you're really getting that upset about it. Um, also, if you're upset by voice actors who are voicing something uh, that's not them, um, I think that's kind of a lack of understanding of what acting is. Like, that's that's the whole point, right? Like, look at Mel Blanc. The guy voiced thousands upon thousands of different characters. Sure. Hundreds, maybe yeah. even. Um, I'm not sure the exact. But, like, he wasn't any of those things. That's the whole point of being an actor. Um, the other thing is... Uh, uh, one thing that I don't really get, like, you know, if you do this with uh, um, fictionalized things, like, it, it really doesn't make a difference. But you can't replace people with people of a different race, or it has to be a two-way street. And what I mean by this is, uh, I thought it was really weird. Um, sort of a year ago, I think, Crave put out a series called Anne Boleyn, and the character playing, or the person playing Anne Boleyn was a person of color. And it's like, well... Anne Boleyn was a real person, and she wasn't a person of color. Same thing, I think the version of Hamilton that's on Disney, the person playing Alexander Hamilton is a person of color. And it's like, well, that's fine, Who, like, but it has to be a two-way street, because you you know that if somebody were to play an influential person of color uh, who, let's say, is Caucasian or something other than a person of color, like, uh, they were put in the role of Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King, they were... 
that show would get canceled like that. So it has to be a two-way street or else it doesn't really make sense. It's kind of hypocritical. Um, the last thing, um, y- you might think that from what we're talking about, like we're saying, oh, nothing should be canceled. No, that's not what we're saying. There are definitely things in life that should have or and still could be canceled and rightly so. Perfect example is the Washington Redskins. That's a straight racist name. Like you can't call somebody a Redskin. That's 100% no. ignorant, yeah. racist. Uh, the fact that it took them so long to change was pretty dumb. Those are type of examples where, oh yeah, that's a, that's a no brainer. Change that crap. Um, so that kind of yeah, that kind of sums that's it up. not that's not based on comedy at all. No, that's it's not, not based to, on comedy. It's, yeah. it's based on straight ignorance. So when it's something yeah. like that, hundred percent change it. That deserves, um, you know, to be changed because it's one stupid and two you're you're genuinely being offensive. Like that's just that's just dumb. Um, anything else that you want to say about? like Apu or kind of what we've talked about in general? You know, to end it on a lighter note, so Cletus, who is a stereotype of a Southern person, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That is actually based on a real phenomenon from a uh, parasite, hookworm. Over 40% of the population of uh, Southern Texas was infected with hookworm disease, which gave them the kind of hunchback kind of thing and the, the speech and the the laziness and, you know, the kind of like lower IQ or yeah. the appearance of lower IQ and like kind of like sunken eyes, that's actually due to hookworm. Seriously? Um, yeah. If you look that up, if you just look, just everyone just go ahead, type in hookworm the South and it'll come up. Over 40% of that, that's where all of that stereotype comes from. I honestly didn't know. I thought that was just a, like a, like a, because there is genuinely a lot of inbreeding, maybe not so much today, but <laughs> sure. Acne. Besides that, but, yeah. Oh, you know, the almost fifty percent of their population was infected with this hookworm parasite. There so, you go. At one point in time, history but, with uh, Shane. Yeah, yeah, telling you why Southern people kind of look like Cletus. So it's that's it's not basically what you're saying is it's not that far off of a representation of what people either look like then or maybe very few look like now. So it's. There you go. There's a little history with Shane. Um, this episode, <laughs> yeah. by the way, like now that, okay, we're done with Apu. We did our thing. We talked about that. We're done. Yep. Actual episode. Here we go. I loved this one as a kid. Um, I loved the song that Apu sings. I love their journey that they go on to go to the head of the quickie mart. I, I didn't really get it when I was younger, but as I got a little bit older and watched it more, I love James Wood's guest appearance um, because it really feels like he cares. He, he's really putting a um, some work into this character. Uh, and there's just a lot to like here. I have a bunch of jokes off the top of my head, including one of my favorite visual Mr. X that we see in this episode. So I am going with a 9.9. I honestly think it's that strong. It might even be a 10. Very, uh, there's an outside chance that this one is a 10. I loved this episode uh, as a kid. What about yourself? Uh, I have similar feelings about this episode. I think it is pretty much start to finish, just a really good story. Got a lot of good beats, a lot of good gags. Uh, I think everyone probably remembers the hat, yeah. maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go nine point seven with the hopes of bumping it up. I think this is going to follow something that has been a trend in the last few episodes that we've done. In that the first act is really really strong, um, and in the, the the next two might not be as good. Uh, but this one, it's it's definitely it's not like that. I think it's. Um, Maybe not as good, but like that's because because the first act is a ten, and then the rest are like nine point eight, nine point nine. Because the beginning of this episode with the shrimp and like the dog is bar, like there I can just I have about seven or eight lines 
from this episode in particular that I'm already competing with for best gag. So when you go into an episode with that already in mind, you know it's likely going to be a good episode, right? Agreed. Yeah, I would say so. Um, This is just one of... I would say this is definitely top three Apu episodes, probably more like top two. Um, but yeah. yeah, everyone else can imagine what else I'm thinking of. But yes, yeah, this is one of the best ones. I'm thinking of one in particular as one of, again, one of my favorite visuals, but we'll get there in due time. But for now, let's get to Homer and Apu. But first, a word from our sponsor. Donuts, Simpsons, Simpsons Donuts, it just goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know what, Shane? It really does. And for the best donuts in the world, you got to check out Crave Donuts. They've got locations in Oshawa and Whitby, Ontario. And these Simpsons-loving donut bakers, they're creating some of the most delicious treats imaginable. They've got a year-round menu with the likes of a cosmic brownie donut, a churro cruller. They've even got the Simpsons-inspired pink vanilla sprinkle. Yeah, and there's a rotating menu inspired by each season. In the fall, they've got apple pie, pumpkin spice cheesecake. Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds absolutely amazing. To top it all off, there's weekly specials. They've got some surprises each and every week, so keep an eye on that. Open Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their website, CraveDonuts.com, as well as their Instagram for all the details. Trust us. If you're in the GTA, go hit up Crave, because you're going to end up with a belly full of goodness. It's probably going to cause you to make some sounds sound a little like this. All right, here we go. Homer and Apu. I don't know why I kept saying Homer versus Apu. Maybe the trend that they had in the first couple of seasons was always like verse something. I will not go near the kindergarten turtle is the chalkboard gag. That's actually not because aren't the, uh, the turtles? I never had a class pet all through school. Yeah, I never had one. Um, I was just thinking... Aren't the uh, the turtles in the kindergarten room when Willie goes to save them? Also, uh, yes. we only had one class pet in the sixth grade. It was a gecko. Okay, that's safe. It won't die right away. I believe it lived the whole year. I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Hamsters are always weird because it's like, oh, it'll only last like two, three years. Weird couch gag with them all kind of like behind the couch. You can only see their eyes. Yeah. yeah. Remind me of home improvement. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of like Wilson. Wait, his name was Wilson, right? I think so. Yeah. Castaway kind of ruined that name. Ah, classic convenience stores. You pay the extra price for convenience. <laughs> you know what I was actually thinking just a couple of days ago? Oh, that's a good gag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, the Twinkie. Silly customer! You cannot hurt a Twinkie! Ah, so processed. Expired ham, nice. February 6, 1989. Ooh, which, even by then, was... Because this episode came out February 10th, 94. So I, it think, five years expired. I think a grocery store here just got in trouble for repackaging uh, expired meat. Oh, so they were... Mistaken. <laughs> so they put the meat in, like, a package that said it wasn't expired? Yeah. they That's Apparently gross. it came in, like, individuals, and then they rewrapped it. Uh, yeah. That's grease. Not much time. <laughs> just like the big sandwich by the way i would never buy lunch meat that uh isn't at least in a chilled area yeah in a convenience store have you ever had uh food poisoning though yeah i have it's not fun yeah not fun <laughs> see this is one of my favorite gags i was talking about off the bat this shrimp isn't frozen <laughs> And it smells funny. Okay, 
<laughs> oh, I yeah, love the ambulance. Oh, the oh yes, the dog. Yes. Yeah. Man, what a start. Imagine getting... I just love the fact that Homer is impressed that he gets an extra five pounds of expired shrimp. That seals the deal. That's a deal. Yeah. I could see that actually happening by one of those like crazy Actually, doesn't what's his face end up in the freezer? Yeah, yeah. Jasper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice sensationalist kind of media. They did a really good job of making Homer look ill, too. Yeah, the bags under the eye really seal it. I love that so much. <laughs> All right, are you willing to go undercover and nail this Oh, the hat. Duh. Yeah, I was thinking something completely different for some reason. Oh yeah, the hat that weighs like fifty pounds because they have like a full-size camera in it. It's kind of like the uh, the monorail episode with. Uh, are there any investigative reporters? And they have Buddy wearing the the turban with the camera in it. Oh right, yeah. And remember, you have to get in and out in ten minutes, or you'll suffer permanent neck damage. He's not kidding. Jeez. Thanks. I love the jittery camera they get here of Homer struggle. That's that's a fantastic shot. Whoever thought to do that was brilliant. Probably Greg Daniels. He wrote this episode. Lord and Savior Greg Daniels. Don't be alarmed, Apu. Just go about your daily routine. Like okay, now it's time to sewer Shane with pop culture trivia on this. Oh day. no, I February. I... I know you thought you dodged it. February 10th, 94. What band, who all three surviving members, <laughs> smushes the hat, on, uh, appeared on this show, reunited the very next day to record some unfinished demos from their dead bandmate? Uh, the Beatles. There you go. I kind of gave you that one, but yeah. Oh, there's close-up of the... Yeah. Oh. So there's like a, fly, a mosquito on there and like a band-aid. I love when he blows on it too. You can see that like some of the crud came off, but most of it didn't. Brilliant. Fantastic. Uh, he's, this episode really knocked him down some IQ points. Yeah, it really did. The thing is too is that there was a convenience store around my in the in the building of my old uh, apartment and. Uh, they did sell, like, anything that was on their bargain table, kind of like the Quickie Mart, was always expired. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of like parlay. It's not a... Those are just guidelines. <laughs> I love how everyone in The Simpsons mostly has a little bit of a Gunther. Yeah, just, yeah. Like a kind of beer belly. Now, turn in your pricing gun. The funny thing is that, like, we, we, we kind of mentioned stereotypes. So I grew up in an area where, I was actually thinking about this, where within about a four-block radius, there were six convenience stores. And of the six, 7-Eleven was the only one. Five of the six had people behind the counter who looked exactly like Apu. <laughs> wants to kill himself by eating a hot dog. Yeah, um, yeah same. Uh, you know. Stereotypes are not uh, exclusive to you know just this case. There's no. Um, they're 
there are obviously lots of things that don't follow stereotypes, but, you know, stereotypes exist because, well, they're referencing real life. I can't, the guy, who came up with the guys tickling each other with feathers? That's just amazing. Two hobos. Also, That's I just good uh, fun under the bridge, that you is know? good old fun. Just clean fun. That's what Charlie and Frank must be doing under the bridge, and it's, it's always sunny. This is all because of Homer Simpson. Oh my god, the, the driving. <laughs> Yo, check this out. Black guys drive a car like this. <laughs> yeah, but white guys, see, they drive a car like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. That confirms that yellow means white. Oh yeah, I guess in this show, yeah. Simpsons are really good at that kind of shot. They've done that shot multiple times. The, um... Like... The, you know, the, because Willie, same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, a few uh, times, yeah. The, the, the kind of crazed look. I was unaware. I was unaware. Mr. Simpson, you misunderstand me. In my village, this is the... I wonder if that's an actual thing. I wonder if it's an actual apology. I'm guessing probably that can't not. can't be true. No, that one's probably made up. Maybe a little confusing. Many have died needlessly. I have come to make amends. At first, I blamed you for squealing, but then I realized it was I who wronged you. So I have come to work off my debt. I am at your service. You're selling what now? <laughs> I'm selling only the concept of karmic realignment. You can't tell that. Karma can only. It's be funny that <laughs> you mentioned that Homer his IQ has gone down greatly in this episode, and then he makes a line like that. Is he still out like, there? Big, yeah, big it's like uh, that crayon moves a little bit, and he gets his brain power yeah. back. He's just wood chopping. Okay, okay, I'll let him. But then I get a chip with you, okay? I always thought that line was really weird. In repaying my debt to you, back in Ramatpur, I was considered quite the gourmet. It's kind of a throwaway line, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I, I never remember it after I watch it. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I've dabbled, and it is a lot spicier it than is. what I'm used to, but it's still really good. Oh, I love that line, though. I, can, I say that a lot, like, if there's something that I'm eating that either is too hot or, like, has that kind of effect on you where it kind of hits you. Why do you want to become part of the Quickie Mark family? Because I like people, and I need a place where I'll be out of the sun. Great Barney line. Uh, mm, he's head and shoulders above everyone else. <laughs> Wait, there's one more applicant. Name? James Woods. <laughs> Previous job experience. Uh, Alright, better James Woods uh, appearance. This or his run on Family Guy? Uh, you know, I think he did better in Family Guy, even though this was good. Yeah, his his whole storyline, the one where he steals Peter's identity, is quite good. To be honest, in my upcoming movie, I'm going to be playing this tightly wound convenience store clerk, and you know, I kind of like to research my roles and really get into it. For a mi uh, what was it? What did I ask you a couple, a couple of times ago? Where could you name? So I forgot it was, but could you name three James Woods movies for a million bucks? No, I couldn't. I've said too much. Welcome aboard. Could you? I know he was. Besides in the ones that were just, or I think those some of those were TV shows. No. Maybe I'm not entirely sure, but I know he was in Be Cool. But I couldn't name another like another two. What? I like to keep a lollipop there. It's kind of an odd shot because it doesn't really make sense. Like we just saw Homer's chest getting out of it. Ooh, corn. I haven't had that in a while. 
You know, there's so much money spent on how to lay out a store so that you get the optimal, like, you know, you all, you go to Costco, right? The stuff that you really want is all the way in the back, and the stuff that you don't really need is in the front. So you, they're forced, you're forced to look at it on your way to, like, the bread and the eggs and the milk and the, you know. Oh, yeah. Here, and look at that. You say that, and there they go. A poo and Marge at the Monster Mart, which is basically Costco. But yeah, like it's it's funny. I remember working at Canadian Tire when I was in college, and you know, the importance of just facing, even to make sure that you know something that's dead on even on a shelf, as opposed to something that's just slightly off. Like the thing that is dead on even will sell much better. I never really noticed that the Barney had a thing called Peptic Bismol. It's not Pepto. Mm. <laughs> that's a it's a big thing of Duff. And what is that? Like? <laughs> yeah, what happened the first time, yeah. yeah. Nice shining reference. Yeah. Help me! Help me! It's fantastic. Well, Mrs. Simpson, the express line is the fastest line, not always. That old man up front. Oh, is always. Old people always ruin the lines. He would talk the cashier's head off. There's an interesting story behind this nickel. In 1957, I remember it was. I got up in the morning. <sighs> Great grandpa nonsense. I can't wait to be an old person specifically for this reason. Yeah, you just talk nonsense and people are too polite to exactly. say anything. Exactly. You just make up stories that don't go. I swear my nan used to do that. I swear some of her stories are like, there's no way these happen. I, I would bet that's probably pretty accurate. And a dollar. Thank you. And come again. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, uh, uh, can I just ask you a question? Did you, did you believe that? I mean, the way I gave you the change, did I sound like a real quickie mart, you know, kind of guy? Actually, I thought it was a little labored. Huh. I love how Jimbo's giving him this, mo like, he's like an acting coach. Yeah, like, okay, like okay, why would Jimbo even okay. give a response? Because it's a nice little moment. Yeah, it is. It is. Jimbo exactly. some lines. Yeah. It's kind of far. Oh, one of my hounds is going nuts. I'm, that's a great line, too. This is, see, this is kind of what I was talking about at the beginning, where this second act here is right on par with the first act. We're getting a ton of good lines. <laughs> I want to listen to that album, whatever. That yeah, is. yeah, we're getting a great story and a ton of good lines. What do you think Grandpa was saying? Do you think it was like covers of old '40s hits or something? It might have just been him rambling on a cassette tape. Oh, what a visual! Yeah, just. <laughs> That's gonna confuse a lot of people before they know how the human body works. Yeah. That kind of scared me as a kid, I remember, like, wait a minute, if I eat vegetables, stuff will go to my brain? Yeah, something like that. Great song. Always hit it out of the park when they do musicals, for the most part. I didn't understand a lot of the, the, the references, though, or, like, what he's saying here. Like, Marge with Hair by Frank Lloyd Wright, I had no idea what that meant. Or Lisa Philosophizing. Must have been so hard to write all this. Yeah. Especially this, like, I didn't know what Salmonella was, so I didn't understand what... I thought, like, Salmonella meant his gut. 
Oh, this is great too. Fantastic. <laughs> it was a long time before I realized Lisa saying they made bad sicky mart. I thought she was saying they make that sicky mart. I didn't realize uh -oh. she was. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Captions help too. Captions help. Everything really wrapped up. Nice little meta reference. Much quicker than usual. I guess we learned that happiness is wherever you find it. And we've all found happiness. And Marge is right. That's a good line, too. That's true. Hey, what's that sound? <laughs> Who needs the quickie mark? I do. Oh, I love that. The way he... The, yeah, he says I definitely that. imitated that so much. Did you actually go on your roof to do it? You ever been on a roof before? Yeah, it's scary. I, I don't I don't like being on a roof. Yeah, it's kind of... You really feel uh, out of it. I can't lie to myself, you know. I do miss my quickie mark. Isn't there anything you can do to get your job back? Well, Louis clearly wants to sing, too. Maybe he... Heard Apu's howling. I got you fired. It's the least I can do. Well, the least I can do is absolutely nothing. But That's true, actually, that expression, right? Come along. But, sir, the head office is in India. Okay. Dad, that's over 10,000 miles away. I'm aware of that. <laughs> that's over 16,000 kilometers. <laughs> this montage here, this was one of my favorite parts of the episode as a kid. A little Indiana Jones-ish. <laughs> it's just to get to the airport. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry we couldn't take a cab, but I spent my last dollar on the plane tickets. Are we in India yet? No. 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 Oh, wait. Now we are. Tony, Tony, you're my Another Elbarto graffiti on the side there where they keep the trash. I want to know what Buddy's explanation was here. Actually, that's, that's a pretty good explanation. Now, this gross. This would be gross points, right? And there's new. Okay. Yeah, because there's monkey points. Yeah, okay, great. Okay, good. Book me a flight. He actually legitimately, like, James Woods is fantastic. I don't know if he was talking to somebody and, like, they were cutting out the other person's audio. But, like, he, he legitimately sounds like he's having a, a conversation with somebody. You know, and sometimes on TV shows, somebody picks up a phone. They're like, there's no way that was an actual conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, that's just good acting. <laughs> yeah, that, that exists. And this does also happen. The yeah, trains. yeah, this isn't an exaggeration. Yeah. Like, people get killed on trains weekly in India. Like, literally on trains because they're hanging on the side like that. Some of those trains are packed. Yeah. There she is. There she is, the world's first convenience store. Great visual. And not a convenient spot. Must you dump on everything we do? Yeah, like Homer says, it's like, it's like great. It's like, why is it there? It makes yeah, sense. top of a mountain. I got the caption say Indian Muzak. Enlightened president and CEO of Quickie Mart and in Ohio, Stapumar. <laughs> he is the one I must ask for my job back. Approach my son. Him drinking a squishy is pretty eerie, too. <laughs> you may ask me three questions. 
That's great. Great meme here. All I need is one. Are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? Yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. <laughs> I hope this has been enlightening to you. But that would really piss me off too. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's like Homer asked the questions. Apu didn't ask. Well, that was a big bust. Is he really the head of the Quickie Mart? <laughs> no need to apologize, Apu. It was as much my fault as it was yours. <laughs> It's about time Homer gets choked. Yeah, after all the choking he's dished out. <laughs> and they go falling down ten thousand foot crows. Uh, do you remember the name of the convenience store you grew up with? Uh, there were a couple of different. So the set there was a, the Seven Eleven. There was also there was a Max. The and then there was I think it was called like Absolute Discount. And there was one that was called. Oh, the Flanders was deadline. I forgot that was in this. That's that's my win. Actually, I don't know if that's my winner. They were all like generic, like uh, something like had the city name in it. It was like Oshawa's Variety Store or something like that. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. That line, the life is one crushing defeat after another until you just wish Flanders was dead. That's one of the all-time greats. I think that's I think that's gonna be my winner. I think they might replace the beat out the dog is barking. I haven't had what we call a froster in so long. From the <laughs> the slushy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't like them. I don't like the syrup in them. It makes my stomach upset. Oh, definitely not good for you. Yeah. Remember that time you and I worked for? I was like dead by like five in the morning. Imagine working ninety-six hours straight. Yeah. Oh, this is a great gag. I love the bee. Humming, the hummingbird, yeah. And his little tweedling feet. I tried to drink nectar out of Sanjay's head. All right, you. And over the cash. Don't try any funny stuff. Hey, pal. I assure you, if I tried any funny stuff, you would be in hysterics. Hey, you're James Woods. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Well, Mr. Woods, your new song is going to be number three with a bullet. Yeah, I'm not a singer. Shut up. that line. Oh. No. Is there an official total on how many times Apu's been shot? Oh, um, don't they give him like a scanner, like an x-ray, and then they say it? I've, or am I just remembering something else? Maybe, because I remember this part, yeah, the bullet ricocheted off another bullet, so it's at least right. twice that we know of. You saved my life. I can't remember if in a later episode. As a small token of my appreciation... I got you your job back at the Quickie Mart. Oh, oh, Mr. Woods, you're... Another perfect example. Oh, this I'm off to battle aliens on a faraway planet. That sounds like a good movie. Yes. Yes. Yes, a movie. Fantastic delivery by Woods. And he's gone. Another perfect example of using a celebrity without just basing the episode around it, the celebrity being in it. He was used perfectly. <laughs> Another. Yeah, just a way to make yeah, it. Yeah, time. yeah, we'll yeah. just kill some time. We're a little short. Ah, Hagapu again. Nicely done. Great episode. Great yeah. episode. Um, yeah, I think this one's going to stick as a 9.9 .9 for me. I think I nailed it right off the bat. Uh, fantastic story. It's a great kind of like little buddy adventure they go on. Fantastic lines throughout. This is one of those ones where up until the end, because I forgot that the Flanders line was in it, it's competing for a bunch of different. Um, candidates for best line of the episode 
really, really good stuff here. And, uh, you know, this is one of those episodes where you're going to point to and, like, say, you know, Apu is just a, he's just a person in the show. He's not even really a, a stereotype. He's just, a, he's just a character in the show. And, uh, they use him and Homer together to the absolute best that I think they could have done. Very funny. Great story. It's, it's, it's a 9.9. I don't know what it is. There's something just causing me to hang back from giving it a There's 10. a couple lull periods. A couple, and a couple of weird lines. It's not, yeah. Yeah, but so 9. it's 9. a 9. fantastic episode. 9.9. What are you going with? Are you going to stand with a 9.7? I'm going to bump it up a, just a touch, though. I'm going to do 9.8. 9.8. What gets the bump? Yeah. Uh, well, I had forgotten the um, the scene with Grandpa. Oh, him him rambling? Yeah. yeah that was Everything cool. else I had remembered, uh, which, you know, was a 9.7. But yeah, the Grandpa one bumped it up a bit. Yeah, that was some fantastic... You know how I love me some old people rambling nonsense, especially when it's Grandpa. Uh, that was great. Each act had something that you that uh, you stop and think, oh man, that was fantastic. There was, something in, there was something in each and every part of the episode. It wasn't really like last week with Bart Gets Famous where it was like everything was in Act 1 and then Act 2 and 3 were... The story was okay, but it wasn't that funny. Um, I'm going to go with my... like. Life is just one crushing defeat after another until you just wish Flanders was dead. I don't know how they came up with that line, but that might be the most perfect Homer line. It might be the most perfect Homer line of all time because, you know, he's a guy who kind of struggles through life. He's pretty stupid. Um, he goes through a lot of losses in his life. Uh, not like not like death losses, but just losses, you know, financially, uh, personally, uh, with his goals and stuff like that. So, And then he just he hates Flanders so much that it, it just works so well. It's one of my all-time favorite lines. I forgot it was in this episode, too. My my uh, pick was originally going to go to Quietly So the Dog is Barking, because that's a great mm-hmm. line as well. But I'm going to go with the Flanders one. What about you? Uh, there's a couple I could choose, but I'm going to go a little obscure. I'm going to go when Barney is actually interviewing for the Cookie Mart job. Really? And they said that he's the best candidate. For whatever reason, that one's always funny. I think it's probably because I'm in the process of doing interviews for a, a job, mm-hmm. so I'm screening people. That's why it's kind of like, I'd say, funnier. If you had asked me a month ago... So it's a little bit relative that. to the to This the is times. very, yeah, I can, okay. I can relate to that scene quite a bit right now. So, okay, I'll ask you this then. If, it, if you weren't doing that at the time of this recording, what would it be if you had to pick an alternate? Uh, it probably, you know, I know it wouldn't, it's not necessarily a gag, but the quickie mark, like the song itself mm-hmm. is so iconic. I probably would have chose that. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's really good. It's one of those things too, that it takes you a bit, like I remember hearing it for the first time when I was, I don't know what, six or seven when I probably first watched this episode and I didn't get a lot of the things that Apu was saying, but when, you know, you listen back to it years later, you, you really appreciate it cause you understand it and it's pretty clever, especially like you said, it must've been a pain to write to come up with all that rhyming. Um, so a lot of good stuff here. Fantastic episode. It was uh, definitely a, a bump up from the kind of slightly downer that Bart gets famous was. And again, that was only a slight downer. It wasn't. It wasn't like a crazy um, drop off or anything like that. But you know what's never a drop off? That's when Shane does plug time. Take it away, Shane. I will keep it short. Follow us on Twitter, Simpson underscore EBE. That's where we post episodes and gags and all sorts of stuff to interact with us. That's the best place to go. Most of you are listening to us on Spotify. If you're on your phone listening to us, if you wouldn't mind opening up our podcast page and following us and rating us and also comment on this episode, whatever. What was your favorite gag? Yeah. 
Uh, and then on the link in the description, there's a couple links for Crave Donuts. Uh, so please check them out. They are our sponsor and they have delicious donuts. Uh, so click those links below as well as buy me a coffee. That's a link where you could donate whatever you'd like uh, to the show, money-wise, currency. Not, uh, <laughs> we don't have a P.O. box. But uh, yeah, that will go towards our Coconail Gram- uh, Grandpa Extravaganza. So, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a lot of fun um, indeed. Yeah, go check out Crave. I know this week in particular, this, just this week in particular, they have the, basically a Reese's Donuts like filled with peanut butter goodness. And that's just this week. They have all sorts of different revolving uh specials each week so definitely go check them out um yes and we'll, we'll definitely get on uh i think even uh my little girl who was kind of voicing up in the backgrounds with her opinion on what her her uh favorite just just do as shane says that's pretty much a good way to live life shane's a smart guy just just do what shane says that sums it up pretty nicely there um we're coming back uh actually no are we are we gonna do a halloween thing we're gonna do a halloween thing for the yeah next we're gonna do a, a halloween thing next week uh you know, Halloween is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that have been following us for a while now, uh, hopefully you've listened to our Christmas episode. Uh, put a lot of uh, a lot of hours into that. That was a labor of love uh, with all those uh, like sound uh, overlays and such from each thing we were talking about. I plan to do the same thing editing wise with this one, but uh, Halloween style. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that Christmas themed episode. Uh, last year in December of 22. Go back and listen to that if you're getting into the Christmas mood, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But yes, for the October 27th, 23 episode, we're going to do a little bit of Halloween special, Halloween right around the corner. Then the following week, we'll be back with Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. There's an episode. Maybe I was thinking of that when I kept saying last week, Homer versus Apu. It's Lisa versus Malibu Stacy after that. So catch us for the Halloween special coming up next. And then back in November, we'll get back to regular stuff. Uh, my challenge to you, Shane... Because I keep seeing it as we have the DVD uh, menu in the in the background here is give me um, give a give a nice epic journey background music because Hom- I see Homer and Apu walking up the mountain here. Give your oh done sure yeah your favorite epic uh, music in the background of, of some sort of long journey in a movie or TV show. So there's our challenge. We'll see what Shane comes up with. We'll catch you for the Halloween special. Take care. Mm-hmm.